Live from San Francisco on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network, you are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with your hosts, Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi. Are you ready? Are you ready? Let's get it on! How's it going, everybody? Brian Alvarez here on Wrestling Observer Live. We are here every day, Monday through Friday, noon Pacific, 3 Eastern, Sunday, 3 Pacific, 6 Eastern. Thursday here on the program, that means in the second segment of the show, we're going to be joined by Dave Meltzer, talking all of the latest stories from the newest edition of the Wrestling Observer Newsletter. A lot of stuff in there, including some updates on Impact Wrestling. We had Don Callis on the show on Monday, so you got a scoop on that story. Today it'll be a day full of phone calls, emails, text messages, your feedback. What are your thoughts on everything going on this week? Not a packed news day, so it'll be a good day if you've got questions to send them in as a text message or give us a call. Phone number today, 844-411-5411. That is toll-free, 844-411-5411. You can send your text messages to 425-780-7566. Once again, text messages to 425-780-7566. Get into those throughout the show here today. As far as news, as noted, not a ton of it here today. Kind of slowed down a little after all of the craziness. We got SmackDown ratings following the Raw ratings from Monday night. In fact, the third hour of Raw, the third hour of Raw was lower than SmackDown's overall number, which tells you how low that third hour of Raw was. We got SmackDown numbers here today. We could talk about the upcoming SmackDown pay-per-view, which is coming up in just over a week, about a week and a half from here. AJ Styles' Jinder Mahal is the main event. The WWE tour has begun. They, of course, had to cancel one of the dates in India. The other date is coming up where Jinder Mahal, not his champion, will be facing Triple H in a match I can only presume that he's going to win. We can debate whether or not Jinder's going to get the title back coming up here at this pay-per-view. Initially, I thought he was going to. Now, I'm less... I'm skeptical. If he's getting the title back, why didn't they give him the title before they went back to India? I don't think he's getting the title back. But who knows? Who knows how Vince McMahon thinks? All of that and more coming up after the break. Wrestling Observer Live. Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how simple it is right now by calling for your free page publishing new author submission kit one quick three-minute phone call that's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number 800-603-0885 800-603-0885 that's 800-603-0885 Are you an inventor who would like to try to have an invention or idea patented and submitted to companies? But you don't know what to do next. Call for free information from InventHelp. 
InventHelp, a leading inventor service company, has been helping inventors since 1984 and has sales offices located in more than 60 cities nationwide. You'll want to talk to the company that has helped secure more than 7,000 invention patents. So call InventHelp. Even if you have an idea for improving an existing product and don't know where to go with it, you'll still want to call InventHelp for free information. You'll find out how InventHelp may assist you in trying to patent your invention and submit it to companies. So call now. Call InventHelp at 1-800-316-1738. That's 1-800-316-1738. Get your free information by dialing 1-800-316-1738. That's 1-800-316-1738. Hi, Rick Tittle here. You may know me as the Sports Talk host. I can talk about all sports, football, basketball, baseball, hockey, soccer, golf, tennis, auto racing, boxing, Olympics, rollerball. But this time I'm here to talk about pain. If you have pain in your knee or your back like I do, then you should know about the Health Alert Hotline. If Medicare is your primary insurance, then you could qualify for a back or knee brace at little or no charge. I have an old injury from my football playing days. And anything that can help take that pain away and make it more manageable, that has my attention. I love the free delivery, and they take care of the paperwork for you. So if you have Medicare and need help for back, ankle, knee, or shoulder pain, please call the Health Alert Hotline at 800-428-1570. That's 800-428-1570. Agents are standing by 24-7, so go ahead and call now, 800-428-1570. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also WrestlingObserver.com. Just going through all of the news here today, and I'd, I'd had a statement from Sajara Eubanks since Monday, I think. And every day I was thinking about reading it, but then, nah. There's bigger things to talk about. and So anyway, I finally just deleted it from the thing. Thought, nah, I don't even want to address it. Like, it's not even worth talking about. And of course, the first text message here today. I know you mentioned it briefly the past couple of days, but I just read Sajara Eubanks' weight-cutting story. It is terrifying. How does the UFC not recognize how serious of a problem they have, not just in their system, but in the mindset of the fighters who are still thinking about making weight while hospitalized? Do we really got to waste time on this? Anybody? Well, it's because it's because it's because somebody has to die. Yeah. I mean, think about that. I can't even believe I'm saying that here on the air. Somebody has to die before anybody's going to do anything about this. Now, I've been ranting about this for years now cuz I prefer somebody didn't have to die first. But the fact of the matter is Somebody like a big a big UFC name has to die, and then they're going to realize that this all has to be changed. But until then, they're just going to come up with stupid ideas, like "Hey, let's have them weigh in even earlier." That'll solve the problem. Even though anybody with a brain, and we talked about this before it even happened, I might add, knows it's actually going to make things worse, which it has. I mean. I've explained what has to be done a thousand times, but no one wants to hear it. Nobody wants to listen to me. Nobody wants to do it. So fine. I don't even want to talk about it. 
Yeah, she was. It's definitely about you, boss. It's not about me, but my point is it's not hard. It's just everyone going, well, we can't do this. Well, we can't. Ah, oh, it's too much change. Okay, well, you know, I tried. Hey, so. it's sports. And not only is it sports, it's like everything else. Sometimes we just are dead set on learning the hard way because, well, everything else is an outlier until it happens to us, until it happens to, to something happens to shake us up or that's close to us. And in 1997, three wrestlers in six weeks died. It forced the NCAA, which had been paying lip service, and not just paying lip service. They were moving in a a positive direction when it came to weight cutting, but there was still a very old-school mentality that was in place where men, not men, boys, kids, had to die before changes got made. And has it been perfect since? No, of course not. Is it sports? Is it athletics where people are going to do whatever they can, including torturing their bodies and taking years off of their bodies to try to get ahead? Yeah, there's just going to be some people that try to do that. But you try to do what you can to limit that. And with that, I understand your frustrations. You are not the only one. There are a lot of people like this. And the fact of the matter is, unfortunately, it takes sometimes a tragic event to occur before we get shaken up. And that's probably what it's going to take before we throw our hands up and go, why? How could this happen? You know, in different ways, I've been expecting this in Japan for years to see a guy in Pride or K1 actually tie in the ring. And, you know, again, how bad would that be for the sport? Well, you know, how bad is this for the sport? How bad is this for all sorts of sports where you have to weigh in, whether it be youth football or whether it be, you know, adults weighing in to, to fight? Spurzier says, is Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn's storyline stupid or great? I don't get it, he says. It's great as of now. At least to me it is. I wonder if people like listen to the show before they ask questions like this. It's a great storyline, but there's an aspect of it that's stupid. There's an because that is all WWE. That is possible. What is great about it is you've got a situation where they've got a match coming up here at the Clash of the Champions. Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn versus Randy Orton, Shinsuke Nakamura. Storyline is Shane McMahon, who, in storyline, we're led to believe, and this may be the case, I don't know where the storyline's going, but he allegedly hates Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. He's the referee for the match. He's the referee. He has assigned himself referee, and he has stated that when Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn lose the match, they're fired from all of WWE. So, the obvious finish, which is so obvious I'm afraid they're just going to screw it up and not do it, is Shane McMahon gets bumped. Daniel Bryan runs in as referee. He counts the pinfall to allow Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn to win the match. And then as a viewer, we are led to try to figure out, well, is he on their side? Or did he run in and just do what was right? Is he a good guy or is he a bad guy? Now, that whole storyline right there, that's a great storyline. So from that perspective, this angle is great. Now, the one stupid thing about it is, the idea that Shane can fire them from WWE is preposterous. They they already stated in storyline two weeks ago that if he fires them, they'll just be hired by Raw. How it is now possible for him to fire them from the entire company and have his hated, his sister and his brother-in-law hate him. They beat him up in Survivor Series. They humiliated him. Of course they would sign these guys. That part of the storyline is stupid. So yes, it is possible for the storyline to be great, but also have a stupid aspect to it. 
everything that they do. It's like, well, man, the match is going to be great, but you know the ending is going to suck because they need to continue this on or whatever it is. It's just, unfortunately, one of those things you get from WWE. That's why WrestleMania at times is you know, still the most cherished thing in the world because you get finishes sometimes. There's nothing going to lead after it, you know? It's like it's actually the end of something, and it's something that actually made sense, and there was some closure on it. First says, it sucks to hear Sheamus's career might be over. He may not have lit the world on fire, but he is having a good career. Well, we'll talk to Dave about that in the next segment because he'll be on. And it was in the Observer last night, what this person's talking about here. This person says, somebody did die. Nice tease right there. Somebody did die, and that's why one fighting with Rich Franklin changed things. Well, first off, I'm talking like a big name UFC superstar has to die for things to change here in this country. People have died before because of weight cutting. They've died before for all sorts of reasons. And there's never been massive change in mixed martial arts as a result. And if I recall correctly, I don't even think the changes to one fighting or, yeah, I seem to recall, like, they had some ideas and they seemed positive, but then, like, people were still fighting at the weight classes they probably shouldn't be fighting at, so... I don't think you can really count that one. I mean, it may had no effort whatsoever. It had no effect whatsoever on anything going on here in the U.S. So I can't count that one. It it has to be like, I don't know, a Ronda Rousey or an Anderson Silva or a Conor McGregor or one of the big time UFC stars. And that's it's not being flippant to Singapore or to the Asian market. No, or I'm just saying like that, my where point this may was, have resonated. The fact is it didn't resonate nationwide. That's it my point. Didn't resonate in North America. Exactly. There, there, there are plenty of people that I mean, people people have died doing mixed martial arts starting in 1997. But in order for change to happen in this country, it's got to be a big name UFC star. I mean, for crying out loud, that Kimbo Slice Dada 5000 match. I mean, Dada 5000 died in the cage and was resuscitated. That was on a Bellator show. And granted, it wasn't... I mean, I, actually, argue, you could argue it was a weight-cutting issue. I mean, he, yeah. he, he cut weight and his, his... As well as other things, absolutely. And I tell you what, I mean, if there if there Even that wasn't been, enough, is my point. Well, it, but the th- if there would have been an actual fatality, and I know what you're saying, but that story probably would have snowballed and gotten legs. And unfortunately, that's sometimes what it takes. But you know, obviously what can jumpstart that would be a big name, which is, again, like you're saying, it's going to be a, somebody in the UFC or at least somebody with a, a big enough name at a high enough level where it catches on in, in, in the sports media first and then rolls on. I mean, you got to think about this. This is This is just like, it's horrible, but... Think about how many people died as a result of steroid use for years and years and years and years and years. It wasn't until Chris Benoit killed his wife and his child and himself, and they found steroids in his house, and it was reported all over, and he had a 59.1 to 1 TE ratio or whatever, that finally this was like a big-time deal with WWE, this this wellness policy. That and the death of Eddie Guerrero. That's what it took. Yeah. Back in a moment with Dave, Wrestling Observer Live.
Results may vary. Not a solicitation for legal services. If you owe the IRS back taxes, payroll taxes, or have not filed your returns, the IRS will get you. They can take your property, take you to court, even put you in jail. One call to Wall and Associates and your tax problems are solved. Wall has saved clients over $150 million in the last five years. Our average client settles for about 10% of what is owed. With one call to Wall, you'll never need to talk to the IRS again. We offer free face-to-face consultations in your local area. Remember, Wall has a proven track record with a total client savings over $150 million. Call now for your free face-to-face consultation. 800-813-9940. If you suffer from back pain, joint pain, arthritis, or other chronic pain, you need to try the water therapy benefits that Avantage Therapeutic Walk-In Bath provides. Not only does Avantage Walk-In Bath help get you in and out of the tub safely, it is proven to be beneficial to relieve aches and pains, giving you the relief to enjoy your day. You can enjoy taking your new bath and rejuvenating your body in as little as seven days. And if you call today and ask for the radio special, we'll give you a $1,500 coupon towards the purchase of a new Vantage walk-in bath. Every call in the next 10 minutes will receive a $1,500 coupon towards the purchase of a new Vantage walk-in bath. Your aches and pains can be washed away. Call right now for a risk-free quote. 800-552-6851. 800-552-6851. 800-552-6851. That's 800-552-6851. Rebuild or replace transmission, $3,200. Anti-lock brake system, $1,000. Rebuild or replace engine, $2,400. Truth is, once your manufacturer's warranty runs out, it's all on you. Every last cent. Get protection for covered repairs with a vehicle service contract from Toco Warranty. Unlike other companies, with Toco, there's no down payment, and the monthly payments are really affordable. Not sure how long you're keeping your car? At Toco, you can pay as you go. Keep your hard-earned cash and call Toco Warranty right now at 800-222-2313 to save big money on covered auto repairs. Prices vary by vehicle, but for about the cost of a tank of gas per month, a Toco plan has your back on expensive covered car repairs. Monthly payments are very affordable. Get your free quote now. Call Toco at 800-222-2313. That's 800-222-2313. 800-222-2313. Cancellation fee may apply. Subject to eligibility. Not available in Missouri and Washington. Waiting period and deductible apply. Coverage provided and administered by Warrant Tech Corporation or its affiliates. Not affiliated with any manufacturer or dealership. Visit tocowarranty.com for complete terms and conditions. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. We're back in the show. Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also of WrestlingObserver.com. Dave Meltzer joining us here today. New issue of The Observer is up on the front page of WrestlingObserver.com right now. A lot of stuff in there. We already have people texting today with questions about this issue, Dave, starting with the situation with Sheamus. Um, I mean, he's wrestling. He's on tour. But, I mean, he's got he's been rehabbing his neck. He's got smile stenosis. That's not a good thing. It's probably career-shortening um, as far as how long he can go. You know, I mean, he's already in his late 30s, so you, you don't know. But, um, I mean, it, it, it did end. It, you know, spinal stenosis is a bad thing when you get older 
and has ended some careers prematurely, but guys have worked on it for years as well, so it's not like he's done now, but it's not a good thing. Has there been, I mean, there have been clips of him, I guess, just getting his neck stretched out, for lack of a medical term, to try to, I guess, stretch his spine out, since stenosis is basically the the contraction of the spine. Narrowing of the spine. Narrowing of the spine, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, has there been, do we know if there have been any kind of breakthroughs in, in treating spinal stenosis since Austin and various other guys went down to it, I mean, years and years ago? I don't know. I don't know about I haven't studied that one, so, yeah, I don't have an answer. Hmm. Other story is, this was a, kind of a weird line, but talking about the uh, Shane McMahon-Daniel Bryan deal and just basically... I'll find the exact line here. Uh, Joseph Maroon obviously has to uh, clear him. It says, uh, basically, oh, here it is. There's talk of him wrestling at SummerSlam and working a limited schedule if he does get cleared. <clears throat> they ha- they have a general SummerSlam idea this far out if he gets cleared? I guess so, yeah. I mean, it's been talked about. I mean, it's not like it's on the books or anything. But, yeah, somebody brought up to me that... Uh, if he's cleared, he might wrestle at SummerSlam, you know, and then do like dates here and there. But it's like it's a big if. It's not like it's on the schedule or anything like that. I just I just find it bizarre that I mean, what about Mania? What about Royal Rumble? I mean, he could get cleared at any time, like right? I don't think they're looking at anything that soon. So so the feeling, <laughs> what it sounds. I don't think they're looking at anything. I don't think that if it was Mania or or um, especially Royal Rumble, it would have to be on the books right now. And I don't think that they're even like thinking of anything for the books right now. Huh. Because it, it sounds I mean, to me possible. like anything's possible. I mean, it's if he gets cleared, it could be yeah, sure, it could be mania. But that's just kind of like the the idea. Well, I mean, but, with all, I know, mean, honestly, and I don't Brian, know, I don't want to put odds on him being cleared. It's it's whatever Doctor Maroon, you know, feels. I mean, he feels much better. Of course, he's not taking bumps, but he feels much better. And he's actually, there's a clip on Total Divas of him taking a bump from his his wife. Yeah. I mean, all I'm saying here is, when I read something like that, it just sounds like, well, we're going to hold him off as long as we can, and then right before he's about to go, like, maybe we can get him in the ring and convince him to stay. Um, Isn't that what that sounds like? Yeah, but I mean, with also with that said, but with that said, too, I mean, isn't it also, okay, yes, you know, if you want to do it, there's no reason to rush it. You can build a huge, amazing, elaborate storyline behind it. You don't necessarily need it for WrestleMania anyway, and... I'm sure when he comes back, one of the conditions is going to be at least they're going to push very heavily for, well, if you're going to wrestle here, we'd like to sign you to an extension. I mean, I don't think holding it off until SummerSlam, to me, it sounds like you can have one hell of a story leading into it. Well, it does give them more time to build something slowly, and building it slowly is probably the best thing. And like you said, they don't need it for WrestleMania at all. You know, they, and, and, and it might, you know, they don't need to rush it at all either. Well, we'll see what happens. New Japan Tag Team Tournament. What's the latest? I haven't been talking about this much. Um, lots of teams still up in the air. Um, the B Block's got a bunch of teams, and the A Block's got, I think, three or four. So it's not – I mean, it's only a couple days left. It ends on um, – uh, what is it, on Tuesday. So um, the, the shows on um, Friday, Saturday uh, – I think Friday and Saturday are like the ones they're going to determine – and there's so many different possibilities of, of what can happen that really until the shows are over, I don't even want to think about it. But, you know, lots of, you know, most of the teams are still in the running. So 
who knows? How much of it have you seen? Uh, very little, actually. Um, I mean, I've seen a couple of shows, but, um, you know, just, no. I, have, I haven't been uh, following it that closely. I mean, I've been following it, but I haven't been watching it that closely. I've watched a few matches with Elgin and Cobb and... and um, Actually, that was basically Chucky my question. And, uh, Beretta and to people like that. How do how do the guys how do the new guys look? Um, Callahan and Cobb both look very good, and those are the, yeah. you know, and and Chuck Taylor looks good too. So yeah, they they're, they're fitting in real well. No one's a sore thumb or nothing like that. Um, I think that <laughs> my impression from watching is that all probably will be, will be brought back next year. At certain points, do you think there's? Do you think? I mean, of the names, who do you think is in for? I mean, are there any regulars? Are there, are there any new regulars? Anybody in as like a new foreigner? Or is this just kind of like, well, do the tag tournament and then maybe the tag tournament next year? I mean, anybody Other looking? Guys also, they're talking about bringing in. So, so there's 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 probably going to be a couple of new regulars coming in next year. Um, I mean, Cobb is definitely the name I've heard the most about from from talk from like people on the New Japan side, uh, and and he, his his power moves I knew would get over and they did so. Um, that yeah, that's the name I hear the most about of the of the, of the new ones. And talking about the Tokyo Dome, and I guess when the tickets first went on sale, as strange as this is, they will only sell a limited number to fans from America, and those like were gone immediately. And then the word was, well, later there's going to be more put up on sale. Have those gone up for sale yet? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I'm not sure what the, the, the status is as far as tickets from the United States right now. Um, if you can still get them, I think that you probably can in some form. Um, they're not sold out or anything like that, but obviously the advance is the strongest in what, like you know, like 19 years. So what's a what's a short by airline flight though cost to to, to Tokyo the, this time of year? You know, I haven't even looked into it, and I should because I was thinking of going, but um, I don't know. I mean, it's probably what. Around a thousand? Is that, does that sound right? I'm not even sure. Let's keep, that's get on biggest, orbits, Mike. Find I'm out for about us here. To, yeah, that's a bit because that's the biggest thing. You know, you get tickets. It's like, man, the the, the flight over is going to be incredibly expensive. Well, the flight in the hotel is going to be pretty expensive, but you're going to get that going anywhere. But it's yeah, it's a, it's a little bit more expensive than going to New Orleans or something like that. But um, um, I mean, hotels aren't going to be more because they really jacked the hotels up. Um, you know, WrestleMania week, and I think you can get, I mean, I don't even think, I know you can get a hotel ch- cheaper in Tokyo than, than what you would pay for WrestleMania in a lot of the cities. So so the, the Tokyo Dome is a very large building, obviously. It's not going to seat 100,000, but, I mean, they can probably get, what, 45, 50,000 in there? Um, 53. They 53? Can get in, which would probably be, I mean, I think the max that they could probably get paid would be about 45 because of sponsor deals and things like that, yeah. But, but I mean, is it kind of like a, a rolling issuing of tickets in the sense that i mean i don't understand the idea of restricting tickets to americans at all unless you think that you're gonna sell out all of the japanese tickets yeah i didn't understand that at all yeah i kept thinking that we're back in memphis in the 1950s but or something (laughs) made no sense to me either but that's how they did it well sports teams have done that like the orioles i think cut off fans from boston or new york to try to get tickets because they're upset with how fat they flood the building colleges will do that too because they don't want to be um you know out out cheered in their in their own home arena. Well, is there some of the mentality of that, or do you think it's just based in that old school where it's like, no, we're going to take care of us very, you know, first? Or is there concern over 
you know, some sort of third party or some, you know, if they open it up, are they afraid of some sort of hijacking by another place? Because it sounds crazy to me, too, because, I mean, how many tickets would you have to sell from America before it would cause a problem? <laughs> a lot. That's why yeah, it's so bizarre. I, I, I think that it's just a question of the way that they do their tickets, and I don't think I don't think anyone's afraid of anything. You know, I mean, in Japan they don't even have fans hijacking shows, so there's not even that fear, and it's not going to happen yeah. anyway at the Tokyo Dome. So, um, yeah, I don't. Uh, I just think it's it's the thing with Japan, and, and not just Japan, but the thing with with a lot of things in Japan's one of them is you do what you always do. You know what I mean? And um, you know, they're, they're, sometimes they're very conservative when it comes to certain things, and and it's like they never had a big demand for tickets from the United States before. So this is what they used to do, which is you know have you know I mean not really have you know American ticket outlets because you don't need them because so few are going to come. And now that that's changing, they you know they've got to figure out how to handle it. So I think it's just the newness of it. Next year, I think will be different. About fourteen hundred, fifteen hundred dollars. Oh man, trip. you scooped me. This person here wow. says plane ticket Seattle to Tokyo sixteen hundred dollars, but that's yeah. leaving a few days beforehand. So mm-hmm. there you go, not cheap. But hey, it's the Tokyo Dome, and yeah, if you want to be part of history, that's I mean that's the way things go. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if they didn't have New Japan World, I would probably be going. But with New Japan World, I mean, the one thing is, is that I don't, I, I no longer feel the need to have to go because I can just. Watch it in my office, which is cool. You 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 had talked about about going this year when oh, yeah. there was a New Japan World. I because I you know that the probably the the main thing is and it's I, I I promised my son since Wrestle Kingdom nine that one year we're going to go to Japan for the Tokyo Dome, and this seemed like the right year because there's more guys on the card that he knows. Um, even though he's not a wrestling fan, but he does know a lot of the guys on the card now. Uh, but it's Thursday, and that would mean he would miss a lot of days of school. I don't want him to miss a lot of days of school, but he, you know, his thing to me is, is and you know, one of his one of one of his uh, wrestling people that he knows, you know, has been going like, look, where's he going to learn more? Three days in Tokyo or three days in in school? But I'm just like, you know, his attendance is really good, and and he really wants to go. But I just figure like, yeah, let's wait until there's a show like on a Saturday. That way, you know, he'll miss less days of school. We can, you know, maybe just, no matter what, he's going to miss some school. But I don't want him missing a week of school. So that's kind of where I've I, my mind is right now on it. All right. Well, Dave, thanks so much for doing the show today. The new issue of The Observer is up on the front page of WrestlingObserver.com right now. And we'll be back in a moment with more Wrestling Observer Live. Want to fly somewhere? Looking for cheap flights or cheap tickets? Then call. That's right. Call the low-cost airline travel hotline now for prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. Low-cost airlines has all kinds of cheap travel deals. Fly domestically and save up to 75%. You can even fly internationally and save even more. Yes, fly anywhere in the world and save a lot of money on your plane tickets. We'll even save you money with cheap travel deals on hotels, rental cars, even complete travel packages. So don't book your tickets until you call us first for the absolute cheapest prices on U.S. and international airline tickets and hotels. Call right now for prices so low they can't be published. 
travel experts are here 24-7 to help. 800-754-4531-800-754-4531-800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. If you are age 85 or younger... Call to learn more about final expense plans from a licensed agent in the Angel Care Network. The average funeral now costs over $10,000. Are you at risk of leaving loved ones to help pay your debts? A final expense policy for seniors can pay up to $30,000 for funeral and other final expenses. You don't need a medical exam, and you can have lifetime coverage, and the policy cannot be canceled. To receive free information about final expense plans from a licensed agent in the Angel Care Network. Call now. You'll also receive information about a free prescription discount card just for calling in. Agents are standing by. Call 800 508 5774. 800 508 5774. 800 508 5774. Call now. That's 800 508 5774. Nobody wants to get ripped off, broken into, or robbed, but nobody wants to pay a lot of money to have their home protected either. I've got an offer to tell you about to provide home security for your home for a simple rate as low as $19.99 a month. For real, with no installation or equipment charges. And this is from a company rated number one by a leading consumer research company. According to the facts, most of you won't even call unless there's a burglary in your neighborhood or something bad happens. So let's give you a reason. Save money. For as low as $19.99 a month with no other costs, you can get your home secured. Plus, get a lifetime equipment replacement warranty. You need protection for your home. Call the Home Security Hotline right now. Call 800-587-4281. 800-587-4281. 800-587-4281. Call now. That's 800-587-4281. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also of WrestlingObserver.com. If you want to give us a call here today, 844-411-5411. Text messages, 425-780-7566. If you head to WrestlingObserver.com, the numbers are all there on the right-hand side of the page. Yes. If you ever just hear me go, you don't know what the number is. That's how you find it. That's what a lot of what you say sounds like to me. To the phones, you're on the air. What's up? Hey, it's Austin Linwood. How you guys doing? What's happening? Hey, I just, uh, you said it was a good day for a random question, so I do have a random question. Um, it's so easy to find all of these classic NOAA and All Japan matches and to some degree UWFI and other, like, you know, uh, uh, I guess, independent Japanese promotions. Why is so much of this film easy to find on YouTube, and why has none of it been copyright-striked uh, by anybody? I mean, who owns the rights to this stuff? Who's making money off of it, if anybody? Mm, don't speak too loudly. Somebody January 4, 1999, Austin. <laughs> That's just a random answer to your random question. Yes. Well, hey, kidding. look. Listen, you're dealing with, you're dealing with, with I mean, you're dealing with, with content that was developed a long time ago in another country. You know what I mean? So, I mean, all Japan or whoever, I mean, 
it, listen, it's hard enough to get our stuff taken down off YouTube. You know what I mean? Like, the idea that whoever's running Noah today is is scouring YouTube and, and sending in takedown notices and that sort of thing. Not to mention they may not even care. I mean, it, it, it's old stuff, and I don't know. I, it, I've, I've never thought about it too much. Well, I mean, All Japan TV is owned by, what, NTV, I think, holds the rights to them. And, you know, I'm sure if they were trying to make money here in the States, as New Japan is, they would be more active and possibly trying to take it down. But it is something that's tough to police. There are copyright issues that are different in one country and, you know, are, are completely the other way in another country. You know, so it's... You know, it, could, it takes a lot of effort and time, and I think it's something where, you know, unless you really have a dedicated effort to do it, it's going to be very, very difficult. Look at all, well, you know, what the, you know, what a lot of places pour into it, and there's only so much you can really do. And also, for a lot of places, I mean, look at WWE. They could go after everybody and have the resources to do it, but a lot of that old stuff they have up there because, frankly, they have no interest in putting it on the network, and if it interests somebody who's an older fan, then let them have it. Well, I think there's still a lot of stuff that they try to take down, whether it's on the network oh, or not. Oh, of course, but sure. The, but the, but here's, here's the thing also. So if if our stuff ends up on YouTube, then obviously we'd like to take it down because... Oh, he just hung up. We'd like to take it down because, you know, we want people to subscribe. WWE, their stuff on YouTube, they want to take it down because they want people to subscribe to the WWE network. If you're If you're putting songs up on on youtube i mean the copyright holder they they want you to buy the album download it whatever so they want it taken down it, it's just like anything what are the damages to all japan and noah today for one of their shows from 1993 being up on youtube i mean if it's not there i mean are they selling the tapes are they selling digital downloads are they are are, are they being damaged by that content being on youtube I mean, if the answer is no, what incentive do they have to take it down? If the answer is yes, then I'm sure they are upset about it and probably would like to take it down. That, that I think, is the big issue. They don't have, as far as I know, like, they don't have a streaming service that they're heavily marketing in the U.S. that contains all of the stuff that you would see up there right now. Now, if that ever happens, then they probably will have somebody go up there and try to take it down. But trust me, this takedown stuff on YouTube is not easy. Let's see what else we've got here. This person says, Gayora TV and TV Asahi are the only ones who are active on their content being uploaded on YouTube. Yeah. So they must have some reason they don't want it up there. So there you go. Plane ticket. Oh, there's the uh, $1,600 there. Yeah. Expensive, uh, man. It's not cheap. This person wants to know, where can I watch All Japan Pro Wrestling? The Real Hero Archive is uh, one place you could probably do it if you go ahead and search that. Um, and, and on YouTube and on, oh, God, what's the other one? Because I'm terrible with this. Uh, not Ustream, but, oh, God, there's VO or V-E-O-H. I can't remember that one. There's RuTube, which is a, a Russian YouTube type of site that that people, I guess, are using. RuTube? RuTube, believe it or not. Yes, it should oh. be the new the Rusev Television Network on Rusev Day, but... Uh, yeah, it's a way I guess people are doing an end around of places where there are tougher copyright laws. They're they're uploading it there, I guess. So there are plenty of places. I mean, again, I bet you if you just go to Twitter and you know in your search bar put in something. I mean, you know, you can find 
NFL streams and, and fight streams and things like that. I mean, look at the I look how people found that guy's Twitch stream. And I guess there's another place too, Twitch. I guess people upload things there about how the UFC that the whole story behind that guy faking playing the video game while the the in the corner of the screen while the last UFC pay per view played up was something else. Speaking of UFC, after Francis Ngannou's highlight reel knockout of Alistair Overeem at this past Saturday's UFC 218, it wasn't a case of if, but when it came to getting a shot at UFC heavyweight champion Stipe Miocic. On Wednesday night, we may have found out when. Saturday, January 20th, UFC 220, Boston, Massachusetts. First reported by Ariel Helwani, an MMA junkie. UFC is not officially announced about as of this writing. Guy's made a star out of himself, baby. Biggest heavyweight yeah. fight in UFC in years. Nganu. Coming for you. That's right. Steep, eh? This guy's awesome. You I marked I, the hell out of this dude. I love Francis. And for all the good reasons, too. It's just, you know, again, I know Milkshake Duck. You know, God knows what's going to come up and be the, the thing that tears down, you know, Milkshake Mr. Duck? It's a long story. You'd have to. It's Apparently. never mind. Anyway, look. That's why I don't listen half the time. <laughs> there's, you know, there's always something that you know we're waiting on anymore. They could take somebody down. You know, uh, of this type of positivity. But with this story that he's got, just everything about the guy, you know, it's great. And you know, the big knockout again is as savage as it was. It's the fight game, and you know, it's the, it's like big home runs. You know, big knockouts still mean something, and. Again, this guy seems to be the whole package as as of right now at a time where they desperately need stars, so hopefully this thing works out. I hope so. Listen, I've been watching this for a long time, and I love Francis Nganu, and he has beaten he has beaten two big names, Overeem and Andre Arlovsky. And granted both of those guys are way over the top of the hill, and they're on their way down. But if you look at the rest of his... I mean, he he has not been any other, like, real big names. And he even has a loss to somebody who doesn't even have a Wikipedia way back in December of 2013. 100% fight, Contenders 21. Zumana Sissy, I believe is his name. A sissy he lost to a sissy is what you're saying. Oh, I did not say that. But the point of this is... The point of this is... You do you know? I'm sure those of you that watch MMA for a long time can understand what I'm saying here. Do you know how many guys I've heard are the next big thing, and they get in there with the real deal in UFC and they just get killed? Do you know how many guys? A lot of. Them I could go them. on and on and on and on and on and on days. So until this guy goes in there and beats Stipe, to me, I still, I still, I need to be convinced. You're you know not I mean? saying you're not saying Ngan Wu at this point. No, not Ngan Wu. Took me a long time to get on the Conor McGregor train. That guy was all hype for a long time till he proved it to me. Ugh. Yeah. It's a terrible train to be on right now. It stinks and reeks of things, doesn't it? But you know what? Even on that uh even on I guess it wouldn't have been it would have been the uh I think it would have been on the Friday show. Mm-hmm. There was uh what was his name? Sh- uh, was it Sean O'Malley? Who was the guy that looked like a young Howard Stern? 
I forget his name. Remember that yes. guy? Didn't he look yes. like a young Howard Stern? <laughs> kind of. Yeah, and they're like, you know, this guy's he's he's the he's the next Conor McGregor. They said, <laughs> all based on he looked good on Dana White's Contenders show. Yes. Okay, yeah. you know what that means, everybody? Nothing. All right. They got in there against somebody who also doesn't have a Wikipedia, mind you, and he won a decision where he lost one of the rounds, okay? Right now, he's not the next Conor McGregor is my point. I don't know Maybe. why I don't know why people watch guys on low-level shows look good and decide they're the next big thing. Oh, that stop. Means you know damn nothing. well why. It you means nothing. Why. So everybody can say first. Everybody can say I'm not here about being first. I'm here about being accurate. About about saying they got the next thing, and look, there, there's you see charm, you see charisma, you see something in someone. I remember, look, the first time you saw Paige Van Zandt, it's like, well, okay, I think there's probably something here. Yeah, I didn't think and she there, was the next Ronda Rousey. Well, yeah, I mean, uh, there were people that were stating all sorts of things about her, and it's like, can't she just be the the first Paige Van Zandt? And she's been able to somewhat do that. Can't this guy and- be, just be the second Howard Stern? That's, that's well we've already had that plenty of times with plenty of different people and we see how that's worked out why can't that guy just be the first of whoever he is the same way we hope to have the the first francis Ngannou here but it's the hype machine it's how things work but we can't also discredit trying to hype people up because they desperately need to do that they desperately need to create stars and when you have somebody who's charismatic as he is who is you know seemingly comfortable out there speaking and being in front of people and has got a certain look and all that stuff i mean you got to try to strike while the iron's in hot and and make something of it see i i disagree as a promoter i disagree as a promoter because then you stop then your wwe where you're constantly hyping people as the next big thing and then they get beat game but dude, it's the fight game. That's how it works. I no. mean, you can try to build over win. time. You can try to. Well, that's the thing. You can't though go twenty. To, you, people go. Well, why do boxers have certain fights? It's to build resumes and records and to showcase. So yes, is is Oscar De La Hoya for the first fifteen, eighteen fights of his career fighting people handpicked for him to build something? Yes, absolutely. Of course he is. That's now, once you get to his, now, that's the old days. His, working the marks. We're, we're smarter now. But you, but see, here's the thing. You say I you thought. don't want it fast. You don't want it, you know, to build over time. So what exactly do you want then, Mr. Want, Promoter Man? I, I want them to say, you know what? This guy's looked very impressive on the Contender Series. And let's see how he does here on the main roster. I don't want to hear, this guy looked great on Dana White's bar fights. He's the next Conor McGregor. And then he doesn't look very good. You're like, that's what I paid to see here? Hashtag Baba Bowie. That's like the great Asuka. She's so great. Oh, my God. She's the best. All the women fear and cower. Then she shows up on pay-per-view and goes toe-to-toe with Emma. Alicia Fox, who's been run Alicia off by Fox. everybody. She went and had some 50-50, 85-15 yes. with Alicia Fox. That's stupid. Do you hear me? Spurs says, since it seems Jinder will not be winning the I don't know if he's winning the belt back, everybody. He may, he may not. Does he pin Triple H in front of everybody? Does Triple no, H look better. at the lights? To gender them all. What do you think they will do with Cena at Mania? If they are set on him winning the title, do you think they would have Rusev win it and Cena Rusev at Mania for the title? I don't think it's Cena Rusev. Rusev is, is too well-liked. Like, here's, here's okay, I don't know if he's going to beat AJ and win the belt back. All right? Part of me right now thinks he's not going to. Because if he was going to win the belt back, you don't need to do it on a random December SmackDown pay-per-view that's free on the network. I mean, you could have done it on SmackDown Tuesday and had him go to India as the champion. I mean, that show in India, they still had so many tickets available the last time I checked. 
I mean, at the very least, they could have had the guy be the champion try and sell some tickets. They didn't. So now I'm thinking he's probably not going to win the title. But he could always win the title at the Elimination Chamber, and then John Cena gets his shot at Mania. There's a lot of ways they could do this. Mm. But for some reason, I don't see Rusev fighting Cena for the title at Mania. But I guess anything is possible. Back in a moment, Wrestling Observer Live. Tired of paying outrageous prices for Viagra? Well, we have great news for you. Now you can finally get Viagra at huge discounts. Healthy Man allows you to save up to $500 on Viagra. Why pay U.S. pharmacy prices of $15 per pill or more when you can get Viagra for less than $3 a pill? Call today and get 40 Viagra pills for only $99. This can cost as much as $600 at your local pharmacy. You can't afford not to call us. If you want Viagra at the lowest prices, never pay $15 a pill pharmacy price again. Get Viagra for less than $3 a pill. Call 877-663-7126 today and save up to $500 and get 40 pills for just $99. Healthy Man is fast, easy, and affordable. Operators are waiting at 877-663-7126 to take your call now. Call 877-663-7126. That's 877-663-7126. Again, 877-663-7126. Not too long ago, it felt good to withdraw your cash from the bank, didn't it? For a vacation or a new car. But today, withdrawing your own cash has become risky. Pat Boone here for Swiss America. According to The Secret War, a new Swiss America white paper, I learned that all banks are now required to spy on you and me for the government and then report any financial behavior deemed suspicious or unusual. You must read The Secret War. It's free. Truth is, I believe the government's new war against cash is really a war against us all. But the secret is now out. So please, get and read The Secret War. Pick up your phone and call right now. 800-932-5517. 800 Once again, that's 800-932-5517. When you struggle with credit card bills every month, you're not just in debt. Debt is all around you. I see people every day that are on the brink. They're going to go over the edge, and at the bottom is bankruptcy, and we pull them back. At the Debt Helpline, we're experts at helping you resolve your debt problems and become free of debt. We can help you pay off your debt and give you one lower monthly payment that you can afford. You do get to consolidate your payments. You only have to worry about making one payment a month instead of making three or four or five. If you have $5,000, $10,000 or more in credit card bills, call the Debt Helpline now for a free confidential debt analysis. 800-957-6063. 800-957-6063. Call the CESI Debt Helpline right now for a free confidential debt review. 800-957-6063. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. A couple of final notes here on the show. The... SmackDown show, 2.493 million viewers, 7% short of last week. Third lowest number since the start of the fall TV season. Yikes. 
Seventh for the night on cable. Show was centered around the Shane McMahon, Daniel Bryan, Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn deal. Culminated in a Zayn-Randy Orton match. They did retain 89% of the Raw audience from the previous night. Right in the normal range. After they hit 97% last week. I said here on this show that there was a chance during football season that SmackDown was going to beat Raw. I was mocked. 97% last week. They almost did it. I also mentioned that next week, USA Network, NXT is on Wednesday. And it will be the exact same show that airs on the network that night. So it's not going to be like a best of or a special or anything like that. It'll be the show with Alistair Black, Adam Cole, and Ember Moon versus Peyton Hoyce for the NXT women's title. I believe the title's on the line. I don't know one way or the other, but you're going to get the match. That's what I can't tell you. So that'll be the NXT show next Wednesday. We're out of time here today. Should note, in a few minutes at WrestlingObserver.com, not only will this show be up for a replay, but we will have the show that we taped yesterday with Chris Jericho, in which he talks about a number of different subjects, including you listeners will find out from Chris Jericho's own mouth why Mike has been banned from the boat. He actually explains why. On that show. And he's the one that brought it up, not me. That's right. Really? Yep. So check it out, everybody, on the Wrestling Observer Radio Show. And that is it from here. Thanks, Mike, as always. The boatless Mike. Of course, everybody at the studios, callers, listeners, we'll talk to you next time, Wrestling Observer Alive.